0: How do you see the world? Do you see each day's political events as disconnected, apart, detached from what happened an hour before, the day before, or the month before? Or do you see it as all connected, a part of a whole, and that everything that has happened over the last seven years is part of an unfolding story? That's what I believe. And if you believe that, it's important to assess the moment against the previous moments, the previous year, and to gauge what might be coming next. There's a story in the Washington Examiner today. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, the Georgia Republican who overcame Democratic silencing efforts to become one of the most effective voices on the right, is getting ready to settle some scores with an autobiography that could pave the way to higher office, including the vice presidency. Marjorie Taylor Greene wasn't silenced. She was removed from her committee assignments by a majority vote in the House of Representatives because of her craziness and because of her misconduct, because of her embrace of QAnon and conspiracy theories and her intimations towards violence, and because of her anti-Semitism, and because of her harassments of people walking down the street. The idea that Marjorie Taylor Greene would be a heartbeat away from the American presidency, a heartbeat away from being in command of America's nuclear arsenal, warships like this ballistic missile submarine what type of sick political party what sick institutions what sick society would allow such a thing 100 years on from the year that saw hitler's beer hall putsch in munich are we living in weimar America? Are we living on the edge of the abyss where the decay all around us will collapse the ground upon which we are standing and destroy everything that has been built and risk the whole of our civilization and our way of life? Let's look at another totem of Why More America? the trashy congresswoman from Colorado, Lauren Boebert. Lauren Boebert was on a first date when she went to a play at a Colorado theater in Denver. While there, she was out of control. She vaped and blew it in the face of a pregnant woman. She grabbed the penis of her first date. While being escorted out by security, she gave a middle finger to the working people there asked if they knew who she was, threatened their jobs, their livelihoods, because of her misconduct. Next, she lied about it. Enough already. Enough with the victimization. Enough with the grievances. Enough with the excuses and the lies. What Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert have in common is that they are like rotting flesh from a Product, bacteria, flesh-eating disease. But the disease is eating our democracy, our republic. Think of the great structures in Washington, the symbols of our republic, the Washington Monument, the Lincoln Memorial. The marble is cracking. It's cracking under the weight of lies and insanity. And men like Kevin McCarthy, and Josh Hawley, and Ted Cruz, and Lindsey Graham. Pathological liars who will do anything to hold political power, including burning down the country's constitution, burning the American flag, dividing the American people, causing real harm in the lives of millions. Think about Kevin McCarthy. The government is about to shut down. He has completely lost control of his rump caucus that he sold out to on day one. This moment was always inevitable, just as the coming catastrophe is inevitable if Donald Trump returns to power. One of the features of our age is the total collapse of trust between the American people and nearly every institution that you can imagine. We cannot move on from this, because it is all linked together, and the links are spreading, and they're spreading out in a direction, both East and West, that will merge together and encircle our society, and choke it, strangle it, because our society is dependent on something that those people have walked away from, the concept of the rule of law, the idea of the Constitution, and the belief that power is apportioned through elections. It's the American way of life. Of course, both Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert, in the overall context, though they are vivid examples, are MAGA detritists. The main attraction the main show, is the despot wannabe, Donald Trump, who is traveling to the state of Iowa a few days after his triumphant meet-the-press victory. There he will lie, he will incite, he will degrade American democracy, and he will row up an extremist base. It's important to understand something in this moment about Donald Trump. If he is to deflate... If he is to deflate like a Macy's Day balloon, then he will have to lose somewhere in the Republican primary. And the question is, can Tim Scott beat Donald Trump in the state of Iowa? He's the only competitive candidate there that can. It is a two-person race, effectively in Iowa, between Scott and Trump. The next contest that matters is New Hampshire. The question there is, can Nikki Haley or Chris Christie beat Donald Trump in the state of New Hampshire? If Donald Trump takes two consecutive losses in the Republican primary, then the Trump era will be at its near end. What it will mean is that Nikki Haley becomes the Republican nominee. She's the most likely person to break through as the alternative to Trump, though she, too, is badly flawed. But between the two, there is no comparison between Nikki Haley and Donald Trump. What she is, is a coward and a politician who became a sycophant because it was expedient for her career. When she raised her hand on the debate stage, in my view, it disqualified her. But in a choice between Haley and Trump, there is no choice, just as if there is inevitably a race between Biden and Trump, which 77% of the country does not want, there will be no choice, because Donald Trump wants to be a dictator. Donald Trump wants to end the American way of life so he can take power. Donald Trump has assembled a mechanism. Donald Trump has assembled a cadre, a team, a movement that is waiting outside the gates to storm the institutions of the American government built over two and a half centuries and dismantle them. All of them. They have a plan. They've written it down. That plan is barely covered in the American media. Instead, they choose to cover nonsense, to sensationalize everything at the expense of reporting nothing that is substantive and real. And the result is the hidden agenda of an overt movement that wants to tear it all down. It's the greatest threat the country's faced since the Confederacy sought to divide the Union and create a slave nation on the North American continent and sever the United States forever. And it almost occurred. We should have no illusions whatsoever about the danger of this moment. So here we sit, at the edge of government shutdowns, with speculation in the air that Marjorie Taylor Greene will be vice president. Everywhere we look, there is chaos in government, in our institutions. The American people can't tell what's real from what's not. And we live in a decade 100 years on, from the roaring 20s, that should be described as the angry 20s. With all of these forces, when all of these currents come together, it creates a very dangerous set of conditions ameliorating those conditions requires the ability to communicate a vision for better, for what comes next, where we're going. How do we get out of this? Are we living in Weimar America? We should talk about it. Because when Weimar Germany fell, under the weight of its decaying corruption and unresponsiveness of its leadership, when it fell to thuggery and chaos something terrible something terrible came in its place we know what happened next we should ponder that in these united states thank you for watching make sure you subscribe to our channel so you never miss a video also for more content just like this please consider joining our warning premium community you can find out more in the description below